Back and you're with Sumo Mainichi. I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave, and uh, it's Natsu Basho. Well, it's not quite yet. It's Banzuke Monday. Banzuke Monday. One of my favourite Mondays that roll around. And uh, in America, it's Banzuke Sunday because it comes out uh, so early on Monday morning for us that those guys catch it on Sunday night. There is something about starting the day with a Banzuke, though. I like that. I like the the Australian way. It's the Australian way. We, Wake up with a Banzuke. <laughs> So we, yeah, we were on our way to the supermarket when it came through. Yeah, I didn't realise it would come through. So I think it was early this time. Did you feel like it was earlier than normal? I always feel like it's mid-morning for us, so mid-morning on a Monday. But yeah, I think it must have been about eight o'clock in the morning. I feel like I've been refreshing before, like in the middle of work on a Monday morning going, come on, come on, come on. But today we just saw it straight away. So, I mean, you've got to remember these guys at the JSA, this is still their job. It's their work. Are they scrambling around going, oh, Monday morning, we haven't got the Banzuke done, shit. <laughs> Better call a meeting. Better call a meeting. 6.30am. So did they get this one done early? They're like, let's drop it early. Well, let's this one was they might have done it last Friday. hard one to do. Do you think they, they got it done before knockoff on Friday? It, would have, it probably took them about two weeks. We struggled with this one, yeah. I have to say, and it was because so many people up the top did poorly, but there weren't enough people to jump up into those places. We'll talk about it. Well, we'll talk about it. I've also got this idea and I haven't quite formulated how to do it yet, but you know, the sumo Mainichi dream is that everyone goes eight, seven. Yeah. Now we know there's been some, and I'm doing air quotes here, mathematicians show that that's impossible. Oh, it's rude. It's rude. It's it's not my truth. (laughs) It's not my truth. And it's very disrespectful to our dream. But then I thought, well, one thing I do I, I will accept is that there are a limited amount of wins mm. that are available. Right. And I was thinking of some kind of heat map, like where are the wins? This particular uh, Banzuke, as you said, was challenging because a lot of the guys up top got greedy, didn't share them around, mm. and there were a few hungry boys down in those uh, top Mangashira ranks. Yeah, there were a lot of big drops and a lot of big gains, but sort of there weren't the right amount of people to fill in no. in the middle. And no. the big person that that, we're going to talk about this, but the big person that I think that that impacted is Wakataka Kage because we tried straight away, don't even look at the Ozeki, don't look at the Sekiwake. We tried to bang him up into Komasubi. He was the first person we went to. And, and we actually had a long conversation about this during our Sumo Mainichi day before, bottle of wine, guess the Banzuke. We don't record it and I think it's for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good content. Uh, but he was the big one uh, that we went to first. Yeah. So the, the question for us was, at Maegashira 2, was a 10-5 good enough to get him to Komasubi? Yes. Now, our prediction was? Well, oh, no, the heart I... and the prediction were different, weren't okay, they? Okay, well, what did My we... heart was, yes. The I wanted him to yes. go up there. See, so we put him at M1. Yeah, so and... we had to, because we put him in Komasubi and then there was nobody else for those... Upper ranks, like we got stuck really, really quickly. I mean, we should, we should talk about the other no, people I, I because just, otherwise I, this doesn't make sense. No, but I think a lot of sense. people tried to do it. But the point was we had to make a decision whether we promote him knowing we're going to be wrong or do we move him to M1. Yeah. We chose to go with M1 and I hate what we've become. 
Yeah, and <laughs> not only that, but after we put him in one and thought everything was great and would all sort of slot in from there on, then it just went to oh. we got in trouble anyway because yeah, there we, were a whole lot of spots that we still didn't have people for. So it solved like M1 and M2, but it didn't solve the rest of it. We thought, well, that's the hard decision <laughs> taken care of. Let's do the easy stuff. Well, we were just trying to channel Hero, I suppose. We didn't want Hero to see our, our Banzuke predictions because he always, you know, he comes over, he flies over to Australia, he comes over for a barbecue. We chuck some, some shrimp on the barbie and, and no, have well, him over I mean, and we didn't want him to see that. He couldn't eat. No. He was too shell-shocked. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I saw him heading out to the car and he just said, come on. Waka taka kage. <laughs> he said, why didn't you put him up to Kamasubi? <laughs> anyway. I did a little bit of, I know we're talking about this a lot, but this, this to me actually matters. Wakataka Kage, there has been a bit of a precedence of a 10-5 at M2 getting you to Komasubi. Only recently has that precedence been broken. So I think he's unlucky. Not to take away from his amazing effort coming back from uh, missing a basho from COVID. Yeah, well, I mean, Daisho not going up to Sekiwake last time. There's there's been a lot of people who just haven't fit into Sanyaku at the moment. So, um, I think. But see, <laughs> actually, I think I think you've nailed the point. They shouldn't have to fit into Sanyaku. Sanyaku should have to fit around them. Well, let's 10, send a five. letter. It's time to write a letter. 10-5 at M2, you I've go to Komasubi. I've started Japanese lessons. I can now say the pen is in the corner. Yeah. And so look, I'll just start writing this letter about Sanyaku and how it needs to change. And there's nothing more disarming, I think, for the JSA to get a letter that opens with, do you like strawberries? <laughs> Before you launch into the main point. I don't know strawberries though. <laughs> I have to learn that. Yeah. I have to look it up in my dictionary. I don't know the particle. <laughs> All right, we should get on to the actual Banzuke. Yes, it's uh, it's for Natsu Basho. That's the summer Basho. Um, it's going to be held in, in Tokyo. We'll talk way more about that um, as the pre-Basho. I mean, it's meant to be in, in Tokyo anyway, but um, there has been another state of emergency called in Japan. This is really recent. Um, you know, they're having some trouble again with COVID and they've decided to lock down as much as they can again, which is their equivalent their equivalent is a state of emergency. And it finishes on the 11th of May, which is the third day of the Basho. So it seems like they've, they've actually put a ban on people, crowds attending big sporting events. It hasn't been specified. I don't think exactly whether that applies to the sumo, but everyone's assuming that it will, as well as um, baseball and basketball. And so the first three days will be held without spectators, is the guess. Jeez. So we're back to the quiet basho. The quiet basho. I mean, it'd be unlikely they'd do the first three days and then let people back in, though, wouldn't it? Oh, they'll let people back in for sure. They need some cashola. What about these ticket holders? Day mm. one to three, what do you do there? Yeah, disaster. Do they in instantly transfer to another day? Well, I'll, I'll pop that in my letter. I'll pop that yeah, question pop that. in my yeah, letter. Yeah. We'll find out for you. Don't worry, dear <laughs> listeners. We'll find out everything that you want to know from the JSA. Just let us know what you want to know. Let's get into it. Uh, it's There's one Yokozuna and it's Hakuho. Yeah, so it looks very lonely up the top of the Banzuke here. Hakuho is our only Yokozuna. Obviously, he won't be turning up, uh, still recovering from that knee surgery uh, that he had a couple of months ago. So quite a long time since we've seen a lone Yokozuna up the top there. Yeah, and the last time was Hakuho before. It's actually the first time in history that uh, there's a sole Yokozuna and that Yokozuna has been, he's had it happen twice 
I didn't explain that very well. Hakaho has been the only Yokozuna twice, and that's a record. Nobody, no other Yokozuna has has been the sole Yokozuna twice in their career. Okay, that was yep. I had you that was my that. third go. You <laughs> trying say to that. explain that. So it so it's the first time that the sport has seen a lone Yokozuna since uh, September of 2012, and that was Hakaho by himself there for quite a few years after Asashori's untimely retirement. Uh, and then a young upstart, Ozeki Haramafuji, went 15-0 and won the Yusho to join him at the Yokozuna rank in November. Haramafuji, they were better times. Good times. Good times. Loved him. Loved it. Uh, so Hakuho, I, I, my question for you is, his retirement has been a thing that we've been speaking about for the last 12 months. Does the lone Yokozuna status... Does he feel that responsibility to hang on? I I think he probably enjoys being alone. Yokozuna enjoys being by himself up the top there. There are a lot of other things that are starting to come into play for him now, I think. So when he retires, what does that mean? And we'll talk about that a little bit more in our pre-basho episode. You know, will he be able to keep his name? Will he be able to name a stable after himself? It's looking um, a little bit likely. There's some some movements perhaps afoot to try to stop him. Yeah. Um, having a stable in his name. Um, you know, what what does that mean for his decision to retire, I suppose? We've got the Tokyo Olympics happening in August. So this was his milestone in 2020 that never came about because of the COVID pandemic recovering from knee injury, quite a major knee surgery. Uh, the future is very uncertain. Very uncertain. I mean, I can't, I really just deflected that question. I, I don't know what his intentions are and it's so hard to read. I feel like he wants to, you know, try and hang on for as long as he can, retire on his own terms and then start a Mongolian super stable. But yeah, those, those <laughs> plans are a little bit wishy-washy. He's still, you know, there's Still people coming into his own stable, Miyagino stable, that some young guys that are just so big and powerful. Yeah. So um, we're seeing the start of what could be a dynasty, but I yeah, don't well, know if it's going to be able to happen. Look, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've called uh, Sumo as being at the crossroads a number of times, so I'm going to stop saying that because I think <laughs> Sumo is in a perpetual state of being at the crossroads. But, yeah, it certainly felt different seeing Huckahall's name up there by himself, but... Underneath, we have a full deck of hot Ozeki. Oh, we have yes. four Ozeki now with Terunofuji being promoted after his spectacular win last Basho. Yeah, we've talked a lot about, you know, where he's been and that he's got back to Ozeki. We're going to reset now. We're going to call him Ozeki. We're going to think about him as an Ozeki. He got two fish. He had to hold them up. His arms got tired. He, they started to two drop. Two fish? He, he was told by Isagahama, hold them back up again. Um, and he is now... Ozeki again. So let's treat him as such. He won the Yusho. He was 12-3, got a special prize, the Shukun Show, and he is, he's not top Ozeki. Asaniyama has actually taken that position. Ozeki won East. Yeah, after a, a very solid, if not spectacular, 10-5 last Basho. I don't think that's going to stay that way for very long. I think Terunofuji is going to follow up in this Basho and really... <laughs> put the cat amongst the pigeons in those Ozeki ranks. And really now with, uh, you know, there is a Yokozuna spot begging. I know technically there's not. You can have zero if you need to. But 
one of these four might be our next Yokozuna. Yep. And Fuji looks like the most likely to be able to have that consistency across multiple Basho That's to do interesting. It. I see a lot of polls around who do you think is going to be the next Yokozuna. So your your thoughts would be Fuji? Yeah. I mean, I've never seen these polls and I will <laughs> never take part in one because the only poll I care about is myself. And it's 100% Terunofuji. Have you polled yourself? You've polled just polled myself. yourself. 100%. Results came back, 100% Terunofuji. Mm. Shodai's not going to do it. Well, Shodai, he is Ozeki 2 East. He's Kataban. Okay. <laughs> so he went 7 and 8 in March and that means that he now needs to get 8 wins to secure his Ozeki status. He hasn't been going, so they held the, the practice again. He didn't go that well. Um, he's, he's losing. <laughs> he's not as strong at the moment. He's saying things like, you know, I just need to get my, um, you know, my momentum back and my balance back and my, I'm not feeling good going forward. No. And All I'm hearing here is excuses. He's never had balance. He's never <laughs> gone forward, but he's won matches without that. I don't know. I'm a little worried about short. I'm worried about him really big time. Do you know who I'm not worried about? Yep. Tucker Keisho. Mm -hmm. I thought the 10-5 from him was admirable. There was a lot of pressure on him last time. Uh, didn't get off to the greatest start, but really showed his Ozeki medal in that last basho. I think we'll see another good one from him this time. Yeah, he's the guest for a lot of people to get to Yokozuna next, but we are trumping him with Terunofuji. So Asano Yama Takakesho Ozeki 1, Shodai and Terunofuji Ozeki 2. And then we move to Sekiwake and our beautiful Takayasu. He's finally made it back there. Well, you can't say no to a 10-5 at Komasubi, can you? Yeah. And after three bashos at Komasubi, he finally got that record good enough to move up. It was, it felt, felt like a disappointment in March because he was in the Yusho race, but now we've had a little bit of time after that. I see it as a win because um, he has that's, moved up. That's so true. We were very, very close to him uh, in that run. Yeah. Especially those first 10 days where it's like, oh, he's going to do it. Yeah. It was so close. Last time Takeyasu was Sekiwake, it was on his way down from Ozeki. It was January 2020. So he's taken, yeah, a year and two bashos to get back there. But, uh, you know, it, it's a big achievement for him to be back here and performing at this level. I, It's not – his body isn't 100%, mm. but maybe we'll never see that way again. But for him to be at Sekiwake now, great achievement. Can he go to Ozeki? Oh, look, it's a hard one to guess. Again, I mean, we always separate our heart and our head here. My heart, absolutely. I would love that so much. And I think my head also, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think he can. Yeah, okay. I love There's it. There's five well, of them. Well, he's got 10 wins. So that's, you know, maybe that's the start of an Ozeki run if the next three, two or three bash <laughs> go well. Uh, so optimistic here. No, we are. We love the man. Uh, on the other side, the quiet achiever. Takanosho, he went 8-7. He retains his spot at Sekiwake. It's all he needs to do. He's young. Best years are ahead of him. Yep, yep. He'll probably get another 8-7 and just hang around. <laughs> um, yeah, he did all right last time and uh, he'll be looking to, to do a little better than 8-7, I'd say, here. Um, but very stable at that rank at the moment. Our Komasubi, uh, Mitakuyumi, who's stayed there, and Daisho, who's always also stayed there. They're both 8-7. and seven. Yeah, I think Daisho's had a rocky rise to Sanyaku. I think he's he's been to the top of Maegashira before. 
struggled and, and then obviously picked up that amazing new show win. Uh, an eight seven there last time was a real success. Uh, he he had a really really tough. We had first a comeback, week. didn't he? He had a huge comeback. So I think this is about him establishing his presence there, and you know we'd probably be looking at some kind of similar score this basho. If he stayed there again, I think that would be a real achievement for me. I I felt like he was going to drop out. Yeah. I thought it might be a you know a brief return and yeah. another sort of oh, I, I'm struggling to capitulate at this level. So I think staying at Komasubi for him was actually huge. I agree. I agree. And if he does it again, really, really <laughs> <Yeah>. impressive. <laughs> I mean, he he really did rescue some form in the latter half of of Last Basho. He he showed that perhaps that forward movement of his um, and the Noroa and the the quick attack wasn't just a a once off for that yeah. that sort of surprise you show. And you win a you show, and there's a target on your back. I think people are. Looking to people you. People are to, watching the tapes. People are watching the tapes. And I think the media and, you know, the sumo fans around the world are looking for big results from him to prove or, yeah, to prove that it wasn't a one-off yep. or a fluke. Mitakumi, absolutely no idea. Let's move on. Thanks. Well, we arrive at Wakataka Kage. So as we said, we tried to put him up to Komasubi, but then there was a real issue in who came to Magashira two and three and how we filled those positions. There was literally nobody to go there. So so what we're accepting, and I don't like this, is that Wakataka Kage is punished because the rikishi below him didn't do good enough. Yeah, is good this, point. <laughs> is this the sport that we want to do a podcast about? <laughs> All right, we quit. <laughs> we're out. <laughs> Flip the table. <laughs> I've done a full hero on this one. Well, I mean, when we... When we looked at the movements in this Banzuke, it became apparent that people who did well were really, really rewarded. But the closer you get to the top um, of Makuchi, the less you can be recorded because of that chocker block, Sanyaku. So the guys who are down the bottom, just we will hear about some people in this episode who just strapped on wings yeah. and turned into Icarus, like... Whereas Wakataka Kage, you know, the sort of he's at the the glass ceiling equivalent yeah. in sumo. Well, what does it cost the JSA to create an, another Komasubi slot? Like in real money terms, is it zero? Yeah, I mean, it's a great point. Why don't they create more slots? Was it because they can't fill them at the bottom from Jurio people? Overpromote some Jurio guys. Some more pop Enho in. Like Chiyomaru's in there. Spoiler alert: Enho didn't get into Makuchi. Pop him up there if you pop want to sell in. tickets to Sumo. Mm. Anyway, Wakataka- that's a good point. They should have done that. They should have put him up solely to put Enho up there. But hey. still, there was nobody for Magashira three. I promise, there was nobody. Hey, I'm I'm the king of overpromoting. I could have found <laughs> you someone. Oh yeah, I could have gone higher. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Oh, he's already at three. Anyway, <laughs> on the other side. Hokuto Fuji is our other Maegashira 1. Uh, a solid effort 9-6 at Maegashira 2. Again, that second week being the strong one for him. Yeah, yep. Love seeing him up there. Now, in our Maegashira 2 slots, we have Meisei. Now, are we talking about the glass ceiling here? He went 10-5. Got the Kanto Shaw prize at M3. What's he rewarded with? One move up. Yeah, I mean, he's fallen prey to the Wakataka Kage curse as well. Hasn't he? I mean, yeah, would have been nice. Maybe some people over-promoted him above Hokuto Fuji, perhaps, had Wakataka Kage and him as Maegashira 1. 
Oh, that's wild. What do you think? Who are these people? And how do I poll them? That's us. No, Because so, I'm very, very interested in that. <laughs> uh, look, I, I, it's probably not the worst thing. Like, you know, we, we're joking about it, but for people like Wakataka Kage and Meisei to be at this high rank, it's probably not bad for them to to settle here a little bit before they go into Sanyaku. Hmm. Uh, I mean, effectively, they're still going to be fighting the same people. So it's, yeah, it's very, right. very uh, tough for them. But yeah. great to see Meisei string a few good basho together. Yeah, he has been Magashira too before in November 2019, but it's nice to see him back a couple of years later. And he's uh, when he has risen to the top of Magashira, it hasn't always been oh, no, an he easy did time. He does quite <laughs> yeah. badly. So keep an eye on Meisei this time, our other Magashira too. I mean, come on. This is awesome. He's come up from Magashira 8 with 10-5. So that movie's actually okay, I think. That's pretty That's yeah, pretty okay. it's not bad. I mean, I think it's probably one or two spots higher than you would normally do from 10-5 and M8, but absolute welcome. He, he really turned me around, I think, last Basho. Yeah. Showed one of the things we often say after his bouts is we can't remember how he won. But last Basho, he showed us and a 10-5, a spectacular result for him. Yeah, I think he really started to get some some form in the way he was doing his sumo. He had a plan and he was able to to carry it out and, and respond at the time. And he's back at M4. It's his equal highest rank um, after his excellent September Basho last year. He went 11-4 then. He won his first special prize. And in the November Basho last year, he went to... Magashira 4 West, which is the same as what he is now. Um, so Meisei and, and Tobizaru at their equal higher strengths, which is great news for That's those guys. That's a beautiful thing for everyone to see. Well, let's move on to Magashira 3. The most exciting rank, I will say. On the left, we have Aoyama. On the right, Chiyonokuni. Unpack this. <laughs> this is unbelievable. So Aoyama went 11-4 at Maegashira 12. Strap those wings on, boy. You're going to the oh, top. Oh, he is. He has arrived. Here he is, ready to do sumo in the joy with the other uh, top blokes. <laughs> it's a now, good reward. So so interestingly, I, I think I remember you saying that Aoyama enjoyed the Quiet Basho last time around because uh, fighting in front of a big crowd, he gets nervous. Mm. So at, at you know, at Maegashira 3, maybe the first three days being quiet, it's probably a dream start for him. Oh, especially since he'll be fighting top people in those first three probably days. So maybe be, he'll be yeah. able to get a 3-0 start. That's a really good point. I wonder whether he's got over um, those nerves because he, with his new sort of brand of pushing of Oshi Sumo, I wonder whether he's, he's sort of got a new outlook on Sumo and he's... Just taking everyone on. I mean, he did get the junior show. He got the Kanto show last time. So, I mean, this jump is huge. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's enormous. But he his form certainly looks better and the confidence it, that he's bringing into his bouts is certainly welcome to see. Will he bring it at Maegashira 3, I think, is an entirely, mm. uh, it's another question. He'll be fighting some very, very different guys. Yeah. And can I say that we got this one right? Um, we put him up to Magashira 3, so uh, good on us. But that was because there was literally no one, as I was saying before, no one else to go there. And so that brought us to 3 West. We really struggled with who we put in this position. We actually put Onosho in it. We dropped him down with a 4-11 record from M1 two spots, which was wrong. That's crazy enough to work. What happened was that Chianakuni was vastly over-promoted for his eight 
five and two days off record from M9 to M3. Look, two things I love in this world, over-promoting and Chia And even this made my eyes water. <laughs> I, I think this is a bit much. Well... Maybe they were like, he was doing pretty well and he just like hurt his thumb a little bit. So those two days that he had to have off, they were probably going to be wins. So he probably, probably went 10-5. Even 10-5 from nine to three. No, that would have been okay. That I would do, have been okay. Yeah, I did feel with Chinakuni's comeback, what I did like was the slow, gradual build back. Uh, so as, as a big fan of his, I don't like him here right now. You're nervous. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, but who knows? When was the last time he was up? Well, it was 2018, uh, I think July, um, which I can't work out whether that's a long time ago or not. Well, (laughs) nobody knows how time works anymore. Well, so you go three years minus 2020 is like effectively two years. And two years isn't that long. Well, they still did sumo in 2020. Yeah, you know, I always forget about it. It's erased from our memories in, in some way. Uh, yeah, but it has been a while. I think this will be, I mean, he has been as high as Maegashira one, but again, another one of these Rikishi who falters at the top. Is this his time? He's bringing a, a broken body, but a more mature mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm pleased to see him back. These are the first of the two guys who are, have absolutely rocketed up the charts, as we say. So Aoyama and Chianakuni at Maegashira 3. But let's move back to reality. At Maegashira 4, we have the people who were at Maegashira 4 last time, Kirabiyama East, Miyogiryu West. Samesies. So JSA, they get to Maegashira 4 and they go, let's just tucker a Fuji this one. <laughs> Do you know, like... I'm sick of it. Seven eights, let's not move them. That's a bit of a freebie for everyone involved there, isn't it? So this is a bit of a theme in this Banzuke that a lot of the guys who got 7-8, so Amakakoshi on paper um, and in reality, uh, have stayed. Yeah, and and I think that's probably because getting seven wins was an achievement in this Basho, especially uh, amongst the rank and file. Uh, and look, I've got no issue with this. Yeah, I just think it's because it's a jigsaw puzzle and somebody had to be at Magashira 4. And these guys were already there. And it's another basho for the young Kirabiyama to test himself against the, you know, Fusanyaku, top of Maegashira. It's a great experience for him and another one for Miyogiryu to try to get it right up the top. Well, we move to Maegashira 5 and east we have Hoshoryu. So he has moved up. He's another one who's been uh, quite heavily promoted from Maegashira 9 to 5 uh, after going 8-7. So a nice little... Well, I mean, and it was a very, a very exciting 8-7 too. I think that probably like we did, JSA got a bit excited with that win on, it was day 15, wasn't it? I think he just got that. Scraped it out. Got that Kachikoshi. Uh, Yeah. Again, love Hoshori, love over-promoting, but this is a tad high for him. Five. Mike Ashira, five. Yeah, five. That's his highest rank? Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, Good on him. Uh, Onosho, yeah, we were... (laughs) Look, we were confused. Yeah. We're a little emotional. We thought it's okay to go 4.11 and drop two spots. Yeah. We were wrong. In the end, dropping four spots at 4.11, it's a bit of a gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, four spots still come on. Um, yeah, had a terrible time last time. Yeah. I think that included a Fusencho as well. Yeah, but he, you know, 
he's a ricochet who knows how to pick himself up off the dirt. And I think this 4-11 will spur him on to greatness this time around. Yep. Let's move on to Maegashira 6. Oh, more good news. More good you. news. Hidden Umi. And me. I love him too. Hidden Umi. The ricochet who got me through 2020 in many ways. Like he was... He was out there in Jurio 2020, just putting in every day, just grinding out those wins while his younger brother was getting all the media attention. Yeah. And now here we have, he put, Hidunumi put in a 10-5 last time at M15. You know, we were talking about him just establishing uh, a position in Maegashira. Now he's at Maegashira 6. This well, is lunacy. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I mean, when we started watching Sumo, Hidunumi was around um, in Makuchi, and so we were quite familiar with him, and then he yeah he dropped down for a long time. Um, so <laughs> the the fifteen to the six jump is is a lovely jump. I hey, mean, let's get the pink mawashi back. Like let's celebrate oh, this. It's time. It's time. Oh my goodness! I'll write him a letter too. I just need to learn pink mawashi, and please over and over again. <laughs> um, I think he. I think he'll. Uh, I reckon he'll do okay. Yeah, I, I think so. I think his form looks good. I, I can't wait to see him fight against uh, high rank. Yeah, Rikishi. well, probably his counterpart at Magashira, Ichinojo, he'll fight on day one. Ichinojo went seven and eight and stayed. He's another one of those who stayed at his rank. Can we bring this in as a general rule? If you go seven and eight, you don't drop a rank. Because there's something quite nice about it. It's heartbreaking to see someone go Makakoshi. Mm. Don't punish them. Yeah. So the rule about, is seven and eight, you stay. Eight and seven, you jump up about six. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about punishment. It's about forgiveness. Oh. And they forgive Ichinojo, who went seven and eight at Maegashira six and stays in the same position. Well, Maegashira seven, uh, another seven, eight. Rikishi Tochinoshin retains his position. But here we see one of the more dramatic falls of this Banzuke. Takara Fuji, who was Maegashira 1, after a 3-12 result last Basho, moves to Maegashira 7. Hmm. So that's two ranks more than Onosho, who went 4-11. So only one more loss. He's popped down another two. He was particularly disappointing last Basho. Oh, he was, wasn't he? Uh, are they sending a message? Not yeah. good enough, mate. Yeah, possibly. Um, this, he could have yeah. gone further as well. Like on Osho, they both could have dropped more. Y yeah, he was fortunate just because they probably need to fill Maegashira yeah, 7. Jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> jigsaw puzzle. Well, at Maegashira 8, we come to another guy who has uh, been given a large present in the Banzuke wrapped up for him. It's Tsurugisho. He went 9-6 and jumped from Maegashira 14 to 8. Another guy who benefited from the empty upper ranks. It's classic stuff, these, these guys who have been hanging around Jurio. For like three years, suddenly in the, in the middle of the Maegashira ranks. So good to see him up there. 9-6 was pretty good from him, I've got to say. Didn't look dominant at all last Basho. No, he lost a few that I thought that he that would he win. should have won. Mm. Yeah, definitely. On the other side, we have our old mate Endo who pulled off the quadruple five last time. Five wins, five losses, five days off at Maegashira 5. Yeah, so he moved down from... Uh, from five to eight, I think that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he's lucky there. Uh, again, another Rikishi who I have more questions than answers mm. about. Uh, hopefully Natsubasho answers some of those for us. Let's move on to Maegashira 9. 
Another big dropper, we had Shimano Umi, who was 4 and 11 at Maegashiro 3. Really looked a little out of sorts uh, after that big jump to M3. Yeah, it was his highest ever rank. And I think he's fallen back to somewhere he's better suited for, to be honest, Maegashiro 9. Mm. It's a pity with this kind of fall that he doesn't get to fight those upper Maegashiro and lower Sanyaku Rikishi. I think this is about gathering experience for him. And last time it was a bit of a disaster, but surely he would take some lessons from that. It's... I think if he watched those tapes, I think he absolutely would. Yeah. Because he was thwarted by not being able to do his style where he sort of moved around and kept coming and totally. kept terrioring people, <laughs> turn that into a verb, yeah. <laughs> terrioring, like the dog, um, people from the side and just never giving up. And he, yeah. he didn't really get a chance to do that. So if he, you know, had watched some of those bouts and saw how he was uh, put off there, maybe he would have learnt something from that. Definitely. Uh, on the other side, the west side, Magashira 9, we have Kagiyaki. He went 6-9 at M7. It's probably about the kind of drop you'd expect with this Banzuke, well, but... Okay, I thought he would have fallen... F you can fall further than that with 6-9. Kagiyaki, he has quite a bit of luck. So in November last year, he was at Magashira 3. He went 5-10 and he only fell to 6. And then he went 6-9 and he only fell to 7. And now he's only gone to 9. So in the last three Basho, he's had a lot of luck. Okay, thank you for highlighting those stats. That is outrageous. <laughs> What's going on there? Yeah, it just stayed in my mind from last time, that fall of um, six west to seven west. So, you know, the, yeah. the two separate bits um, for a six nine. That was pretty lucky. Again, oh, let's boy. make the point that it's the jigsaw puzzle and it's about where there's a spot available for him. But there is, you know, luck in it and, and he has got the luck in the last little while. I'd like to say, you know, sometimes people say, well, it's an art, not a science. Where's the art in this? <laughs> like, obviously there's no science, but where's the art? Yeah. And if it's not an art or a science, what is it? I'm out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I'm back. Moving on. Maegashira 10. I didn't have anything to say because I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's sport. I it's think that's like the third category. It's like through another dimension. It's like, a, it's like the 11th dimension or something, the Banzuke. You just can never imagine what's going to happen. All right, Maegashira 10, Tamawashi is on the east side. Bit of a fall. He went 5-10 at M6, and you don't often see Tamawashi post such a miserable score. Definitely looked out of sorts there. On the other side, Teretsuyoshi, an amazing 8-7. I'm a big fan of this Rikishi, <laughs> and he deserves this bump of does three he... spots from Maegashira 13. Yes, he does. Does he, though? Yes, he does. Tamawashi, now the oldest rikishi in Makuchi, um, Hako II. So uh, now with a few retirements, he, he takes over that mantle. Um, yeah, a big jump for Teretsuyoshi. Um, big one. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff from him. Uh, and he will continue to impress at Maegashira 10, no doubt. At Maegashira 11, we're really getting into the guys who just went meh. Last time. Yeah, let's let's speed through these guys. One of these Rikishi was Kodnawaka, who put up a very lacklustre six and nine from Maegashira eight. Surprisingly bad. And it's one of these decisions they got right. They put him back three spots. <laughs> Jigsaw puzzle, go to hell. They got that one right. <laughs> Chiyoshoma uh, saw a jump of two to Maegashira 11 after going eight, seven at M13. 
I mean, he must be close to one of the oldest guys going around and he just continues to rack up these wins at the top division. Kotoeko was the next at Maegashira 12. He went 8-7, so he got to play the song last time. At Maegashira 14, he went up to he went up two slots. So that seems to be the thing this time for 8-7, except for a few lucky guys <laughs> towards the top. Uh, Okanumi, he dropped from Maegashira 5 to 12 after going 3-12 and 12 and... Um, yeah, not looking so good in March. So back in the in the lower Makuchi, and he should dominate down here, I would think. You would expect, but after that three twelve, I don't know. Mm. We'll see. Uh, at Maegashira thirteen, Akisayama. <gasps> here he is. Here we go. Now this is what I'm talking about. He was at M twelve, posted a courageous seven and eight, and went back one spot. I know he was one of the unlucky ones. Science Everyone is else back. Stayed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would have liked to, we tried as hard as we could to keep him in his <laughs> rank of uh, Magashira 12 as well, but uh, it didn't work. Didn't work oh, for the JSA. Oh, I see what you mean. So you're saying he was robbed yeah. being taken down one rank. You're yeah, exactly right. Yeah, because everyone else stayed. Ichinojo, uh, the other ones, <laughs> the Kiribayama, Miyogiriu. Yeah. There actually weren't as many as I thought. Miyogiriu, oh, like Kiribayama and Ichinojo were the seven eights who stayed in position. On the other side, Maegashira 13, we had Diamami, who posted an impressive 9 and 6 at M16, keeps his uh, Makuchi position there. Well yeah, Diamami fans unite. He's coming up. He's coming back <laughs> from Jurio. He's been there quite a while. Maegashira 13 and hopefully for the fans <laughs> moving up. Maegashira 14, Ryudan dropped from 10 with a 6-9. Perhaps a little bit unlucky there, but... Well, I mean, unlucky. Uh, this has been a slow, painful decline for Ryudan since hitting Komasubi probably more than a year ago. Mm. Uh, and the rot just continues. We just haven't seen him doing his style of sumo. Uh, I think at Maegashira 14, he needs to pull his socks up and post a winning record here because I think it's been quite a long time. You, you need to keep supporting him. You need to keep I, cheering for him. I do, but it's a two-way street. Yeah, he's not giving back. Let's get the hips going and we can talk. <laughs> I didn't see the hips locked at the right angle all last basho. No, no, he's not doing it anymore. No. And that's the problem. He's not getting in the position to do. He, his sumo, sumo feels very, very passive. Mm. And and I know he, he is a bit of a responder and he waits to get on the belt, but at the same time, Come on, mate. Mm. I've invested a lot of emotion into you. Let me just bring up his scores. So let, let's take it from the start of 2020. He went 10-5 at Maegashira 8 and from then has gone 6-9, 7-8, Did pull a nice little 9-6 from Maegashira 10 in November 2020 and then has gone 4-11, and 9. So not a lot of good news for Ryudin fans, a.k.a. myself. Uh, can't do that again at Maegashira 14. Well, his buddy is Chiatario. Now we're back on track. We got Chiatario in the right position. You'll be pleased to know. There was a big mess in the middle. But Chiatario, we hit. He was six and nine at Magashira 11 and dropped down to 14. Magashira 15, we have Kaisei. He moved up one position from 16 with an 8 7. He, hang on, he was robbed. I know, I'm just he was, steaming through nah, that. He was I can robbed. stop. We yep. need to say he was robbed there. I mean, other eight sevens have been getting two or three spots. His position at the top rank is still in jeopardy here. Yeah. He could have gone above Ryudan then. What do you think of that? Yeah. 
I'm okay with it. Yeah. Tough love. Okay. Hey, it worked for Short Eye. It can work for a Uden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't coddle these people. No, you gotta gotta make them do better yep. sumo by <laughs> talking about how they should be low ranks. You gotta give them a bit of carrot and a bit of stick. That's the idea. <laughs> Midori Mid- Fuji, yeah. yeah. This so is big news. this is big news. After blazing on to the scene with his signature Katasukashi Kimarate, he went five ten last time, couldn't find the rhythm. Uh, so he slipped from Maegashira 10 to Maegashira 15. Yeah, and injury plaguing him a little bit. Yeah. Hopefully he'll take some um, inspiration from his stablemate, uh, Terunofuji, finding such excellent success. I mean, the, the mood in the hair has to be pretty good. <laughs> but, yeah, his own his own woes were, were large in March. He, he got that injury and could, just couldn't put any weight on the whatever it was. It was a it leg, right but, ankle. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So five ten really fell away to the end. Got a few. Got a few, a few somehow. Um, we'll be looking for him to because he's in the danger zone here. Absolutely. At fifteen. Right. Well. Oh, from great here, news now. From, from here, here. Let's just enjoy this. Yeah. We've got three Jurio babes. Yeah. Coming back. Yeah. At Vigashira sixteen uh, east. No west. No, East. East. <laughs> Ishiura. He posted a very strong 9-6 at J2. And can I say his form is back. He is looking good. He's doing his style of little man, big man sumo, taking on the big guys with ease. None of this uh, mucking about with trying to get in low, just standing up straight and doing it. I think he'll be back. Yep. Didn't even need to win Jurio. Just post a good score. Don't don't tax yourself too much. Bit of a 9-6. And then pop back up there. Magashira 16. He'll be looking to uh, run over some of these guys having problems down here. Ryudan. Oh, boy. He will. Um, he really will. Akisayama. Midori Fuji. Midori Fuji. He will. Fancy he'll, himself against. He'll come at Kodoeko. He'll exploit Kodonowaka. Okunumi. Okunumi. He'll, yeah, I think he's going to do pretty well here. Especially because these Rikishi down here haven't seen him for a while mm. up at this rank. Now, on the other side of Magashira. Mr. Sumo, he's back. This is absolutely fantastic news. This Chiyomaru, is amazing. 9-6 at Jurio 3. We weren't sure if he was going to scrape in, but he does, and it's great to have these guys back. Chiyomaru just turned 30, and he's back in Makuchi. Interestingly, the two um, who got the 9-6 records, Ishiro and Chiyomaru, that we've just spoken about at Jurio 2 and 3, stepped over, jumped over Aqua who is our Magashira 17, who got 8-7 at Jurio 1. Yeah, I don't understand it, but I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going to try it to. It gives us an insight into that. No, <laughs> One of gives... the maybe rules that might happen, you know, that the 9-6 can, can trump a position. I think all it gives us an insight <laughs> into is the chaos and drinking <laughs> that must go on in these Bansuke <laughs> meetings. I mean, look, I get it. Put Chiyomaru at 16. Oh, I don't Hell mind yeah. it. I love it. I think Aku was a little hard done by. Uh, I think J1 and 8-7 should have put him ahead, but it doesn't matter. They're back here. All three of these Rikishi have a chance to establish their spot at the top division, and these are three Rikishi I want to see hang around. Yeah, me too. Three very popular guys uh, that everyone will no doubt be happy for them to hang around a little bit longer. There's no 
debutantes in Makuchi this time around. It was the same in March. No no new names. Let's get some fresh blood up here. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I always love to see it. The two guys who dropped out of Makuchi were Yutaki Yama. This is heartbreaking. Mm. But but necessary? Yep. You're a big Yutaki Yama fan. Yeah. I was. Let me just look inside to see if I still am. I am, but I'm <laughs> – that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that introspective, to be honest. Um, I, I really like him, but it's hard to be on board when the sumo isn't really happening, mm. I suppose. Like I, I fully support him. I would probably make a T-shirt, but um, – Who would you? Yeah. If he gets a back J4. In. No, not now. <laughs> I'm wasting my $22.50. I'm actually interested to see how he goes here. Yeah. Because I think unless his form turns around, he'll struggle in Jurio. Yeah. And is he still injured? What is the yeah, injury? What is the and injury? how can he, is he going to overcome it? And without, you know, if he's not going to get surgery yeah. for whatever it is, yep. uh, you know, is he going to be able to to overcome that injury basically? He went 4, 10 and one day off at Magashiro 15 and just... When it works for him, it really works. I mean, you can see these flashes of the old Yutakiyama. Yeah, it just doesn't work very often. Yeah, I suppose it's a little bit out of sight, out of mind for me because it is, I do find it a little bit sad because I was so on board with him. So for him to go down to Jurio, maybe, I mean, we watched Jurio anyway now, but, um, you know, maybe it's just like, let's let him have a bit of time down there. The other is Kodoshoho, wow. This is heartbreaking. Yeah, this is actually even sadder. And and I think so. He went one win, six losses and eight days off at M11. Mm. Last Basho, I, I think it's the fall, you know, I mean, it makes sense on, on a numbers point of view. But to see such a promising young Rikishi plagued by injury, mm. uh, just not really there. And I hated seeing him come back, get that one win and yeah. going, oh, you know, maybe it's going to happen, and then just losing yeah. again so badly after that. It was like, you know, don't come back. Yeah. Maybe. And, and after recover. eight days, yeah, hopefully that time, the time in between Basho has allowed him to fix himself a little bit, but I think this mm. is a longer issue, and I think Jurio is going to be very, very hard work for Yeah, him. well, let's see who he's going to be in amongst in Jurio. So Jurio 1, we'll just give a quick uh, overview of Jurio. We have Enho. Yeah. Jurio One East, there he is. He'll do well there, I reckon. I, I think we'll see him back in uh, July in the top division. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. If we saw the form, we saw him Oh, much. man, he was electric. Saw some great Kimari too. It's funny, isn't it? Sometimes when you see him in form, you're like, how can he ever struggle? Yes. But it's like he's just something clicked last time and yeah, he looked really good. Giono Orr, he's a bit of a quiet achiever mm -hmm. in Jurio. Uh at J1 is knocking on the door. Some pretty exciting names at Jurio 2, though. Yeah, yeah, we have Togashoryu. So he was at Jurio <laughs> 1 last time and just scraped in that uh, Makokoshi. Scraped out. Scraped out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he went to Jurio 2, but his buddy is Ura. Yeah, we see the gradual return of Ura. I mean, contrast it to Terunofuji's where he blew through yeah. Jurio, yeah. picked up a Yusho. Urasumo continues to impress, but there's a caution to it. And when he's not being cautious, he's being too YOLO. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. and I think there's a middle ground for him there. Yeah. Like we love seeing the Izordis and the like amazing manoeuvres, but just let's just 
get some wins. And to be honest, he's... Injuries look worse than Teranofuji still. Agreed. Yeah. At this point. Yep. At this point. His knees are just paper mache'd up to the hilt, and yeah, it's hard to see how. And look, much longer they're going to last. W- when I think about it, I think he'd struggle in Makuchi right now. Mm. So, so I think this is a bit of a blessing for him to have a few basho at at Jurio for him to kind of sort his style out, work out what the body can do. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I'd make a t-shirt for him if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Haku Yozan is at Jurio 3 after winning the Yusho in March, so he'd be happy with himself up there. Can he uh, pop up to Makuchi next time? Where did he win that from? It was like Jurio 8 or 9, wasn't oh, it? It must have been. Or was it lower? Was it 11? It was quite low. Or, let me see. I but can look, find I've that. got to say, wherever it was, it was quite low in nine. Jurio it was from 9. nine. Yeah. Um, look, with the kind of crazy promotions that have been going on, is he robbed? Should oh. he be in Makuchi? Mm. Well, I mean, the que- no, I mean, the answer point. to that is no. What did he no. win it with? He won it with a 11-4. 11-4. I think he picked up a Sumo Mainichi Jury Award too. Yes. So, you know, it's not worth nothing. Uh, the other J3, Azamaru. Yes. So Azamaru has COVID. Uh, he managed to escape it when his stable had it um, quite a, the, the time that all the stables were out. Um, he didn't get it then, even though other people did. Uh, and now he he has it. He hasn't been at his hair, so um, he hasn't spread it to a whole lot of other people. He's in quarantine at his home, whatever that means. Um, I've been trying to work out whether he could participate or not. So I saw the news about it on the 20th of April. It's now the 26th of April. Could he? No. Be back? <laughs> I, I, I mean. Two weeks quarantine, getting over it. I don't think he'd be good form if he was because yeah, what's his preparation like if yeah. he does come back? I, I think he we needs start to on sit the 9th out. Of May. Yeah, I, I mean, I was like, well, he probably shouldn't, but then sumo science gets involved. Yeah, and sumo medicine yeah. gets involved. He I might think be he back. might be. <laughs> yeah, he might. <laughs> They'll pick up a few of those little bottles of drinks he get at the convenience stores, and he'll be good to go. <laughs> Who else do we have in the middle of? So we were talking about um, Yutakiyama having to fight around his, you know. He's yeah, Rangindura, yeah. although they basically fight everybody. He's also got Daisho Maru, um, Takagenji, who looked fantastic he last did, time. He, he got one of our Jurio, uh, Sumo Manichi Jurio Awards. He's at Jurio 5 now, so that's a big jump for him. I feel that. I Sadano, feel it. Yep. Sadano Umi, Shohozan, they're 6. Jokoryu, Kyokushuho, Ichiyamamoto at 8. Kyoku Taisei, yeah. and then a whole lot of other um, fantastic boys. Another... Uh, some other good news for Juro. Bushozan stayed in. Did he? Jiro. What's his rank? Uh, it's the bottom. It's Juro 14. Oh, he's very, very lucky. <laughs> a name I did see there. Yeah. Oho. Yep. He's back up from Makushka. Had an absolute awful time on his Juro debut. Yeah. <laughs> it can't he... go worse. How about that for the psychology now? It can't be worse than that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it actually could be because well, I think he got some wins, but... <laughs> I shouldn't well, even say he, that. I think he only got like one or two, didn't he? Yeah, he didn't get many. So technically, technically, it could go worse. But you know, like he's very, very young, mm. and yeah, it's just part of him building up his experience. I think he'll be right. And Daishoho is back. Yep, yep. He's had a few goes bouncing well, around. Well, there you go. I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> <laughs> and Nishiki Fuji is still there down the bottom of Jurio. Um, Tohakuryu and Takakento they stayed in. Um, so, yeah, Juro should be very exciting this time. Now, there's a name that we haven't mentioned yet, Abi. 
Arby. Yep. He uh, he won. Won the U Show, went 7-0. Yep. And he is up at uh, Makushta 7. So another 7-0 result would see him move yeah, to Yeah, I think it's 7. He'd have to do 7-0 or 6-1. Six, yeah, six, one. And then other people up the top would have to, with 6-1 other people up the top of Makushta yeah. would have to fail. Um, but with 7-0, he'd definitely be back in Jurio. Yeah. I've got to say, it was great to see him back last time. Yeah. Um, uh, responded to the pressure really well. Wasn't know. doing too much. Well, he was doing not a lot out there mm. and still absolutely sweeping the floor with his opponents. Looked like maybe he had a few other things in his tool bag, but that could have been just because he was fighting um, lower, lower rank guys who had different ways of fighting. Yeah, they certainly did. And those ways exclusively involved losing to him at a yeah. rapid pace. <laughs> uh, Oi is still with us. I have put him on the list. We haven't heard any news about a retirement or anything. And he's at Makushta 41, which is just a deep pain in my heart. So what is it for you? Oh, it's it's heartbreaking. I think there's, there's a way to go out of sumo. Yep. And look, Sometimes it's on your terms. Sometimes you pull the pin. Yeah. Sometimes you have sometimes you have too many beers and slap a guy with a remote control. <laughs> but at least you're going out at the top of your game. Yeah. And I feel I don't know. Look, no matter what, when Ikioi retires, he's gonna be so loved, yeah. he's gonna be so popular, he's gonna have such a great time with all his mates. I I don't think it's for him a, a massive problem of going out not at the top of your game. But I, I just wonder why he's holding on and I wonder whether we wouldn't benefit and he wouldn't benefit from that beautiful retirement smile. Yeah, I mean, he's going to go straight into a media job. There's no doubt about it. Yes. Um, I, I heard he's got a record in the can <laughs> that's going to come out. Mate, pull the pin. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get this post ikioi. I mean, the other thing he might be thinking is, well, if you've got a book in your retirement ceremony... Mm. Like, I think there's like a 36-month wait. Yeah, that's right. Don't you reckon? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, oh, and Shiki still is... He's that. still going. And who just put out the word about their one? There was someone else that was It was oh. like two years away yeah. or something. I can't remember. So maybe he's like, might as well hang around sumo, get the free chunko, and then wait till there's a slot Yeah, but open. he's in Makushita now. He has to be the... Like, is he going to oh, be a Sikipito or what? I don't Jeez. like that thought. Yeah, I don't like it either. I'll tell you who had the same thoughts and made a very different decision. It's Kotayuki. He was put down to Makushta 41 as well. So he and Ikioi from Makushta 1 went to Makushta 41 together. Ikioi is still there. Kodayuki, he's retired. Did they move Kodayuki to the same position to give Ikioi a nudge? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Kodayuki, I absolutely loved. He really faded away at the end, but when he was in the the hooting days yeah. when he was looking good. I just thought he was so fun. He was one of the first rikishi I saw when we started watching who had a flair. Yep. Um, we know what it was. He did the power arms as well. Um, and <laughs> it was just really cool to see because maybe there's a yeah. few more now with Toby Zaru and some of those guys who show a bit more emotion. But when um, when we started watching, it was sort of a lull. There, there wasn't a lot. It was the real stoic days of sort well, of Kisnesado and I, Goedo. And... I think the other thing to, to recognise is that when you first come to Sumo, you latch onto the people who you can recognise. Yes. And because of his distinctive, like, hoot yep. before the bout. Yeah, we knew we're who like, he was. We're like, oh, here's Hoot Man again. Yep. And, you know, and I'm sure plenty of people are coming to Sumo now and going, oh, there's the salt guy. Yep. Um, and he was that. Look, I've got to say, 
I felt very privileged to see him fight. Uh, we saw him in real life. Uh, I thought he was just a hardworking ricochet, and I'm sorry to see him go. Me too. Um, he will be around in the sport apparently for uh, quite a while, so we'll see him around. We'll see him being uh, door guy, security at the end. Uh, we'll probably see him commentate, special comments, and best of all, we'll see his beautiful retirement smile. And that's uh, that's it for Kodiyuki calling it quits. Yeah, well, sometimes you've got to do it. We're talking to you, Ikioi. Um, thank <laughs> time you. for us to call it quits on the we need to call it Banzuke episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We have loved getting our heads back into the world of sumo for this Banzuke episode. Oh, hey, there's something I need to say that's kind of boring but maybe important. We have swapped... I should have said this at the start, maybe, I don't know. We've swapped uh, podcast providers. So if you ever listen to us through um, the host, the original host, it was called Wooshka. Now we've swapped to Podbean. It doesn't matter why, it doesn't matter when, but you'll be seeing our episodes come from Podbean now. There might be some rocky areas in the transition. We don't know what's happening. We're hoping you're listening to this episode through Spotify or iTunes. Yeah, we can't no say problems. for sure. We don't know who's listening. We don't know where the episodes are. We've tried to swap them over. It might happen. It might not. Um, please, apart from that, to get the news, just in case anything goes wrong, please follow us on uh, Twitter at Sumo Manichi, um, at Instagram at Sumo Manichi or Facebook, and we will always communicate like that. So let us know if anything is, is going bad on that end. <laughs> Uh, But thank you so much for listening and we'll be back with you in a couple of weeks. See you then. We're going to be back for day one. No. Pre-Basho. Pre-Basho episode with a very special mystery guest. See you then. Bye. (laughs) Bye.